Hi guys, welcome back to another podcasting episode in this series. I'm sorry if my voice sounds a bit low today. I am recovering from the flu, but um, I just want to speak to you guys about um, dry bones and these dry bones shall, will live. But before I get into speaking to you guys about it, I just want to lift up a prayer um you know because in everything that we do we always have to give thanks for everything that he has done all the blessings that he has bestowed upon us just the fact that we wake up is a blessing so heavenly father as i come before you today lord i want to thank you so very much for the listeners i want to thank you oh father god for those who have you have brought to this um platform oh heavenly father god lord i pray that what you are inspiring me to put out they will be so enriched from it oh father god knowing that you're speaking to them through me so lord i thank you and i pray that this episode oh father god which speaks about dry bones will live i pray oh father god that whatever situation that they are in they do not feel that there is any hope so lord i thank you yet again for all the listeners in jesus mighty name i pray amen so as i said from the title it's these dry bones will live and it's taken basically from the book of ezekiel so the question is you know let us be frank with ourselves you know there are times when we feel that our situations are so dire and we cannot see a way out basically what it is the way you're feeling is that the situation is totally and completely dead i can attest to that because there are times when i myself feel as though whatever it is i am going through i cannot see a way out but when we look in the book of ezekiel chapter 37 verses 1 to 14 we read the account of God instructing Ezekiel to speak or to prophesy over the dry bones and in verse 3 in verse 3 sorry the Lord asked Ezekiel if the bones can become living people now in responding to Ezekiel in no sorry in responding Ezekiel replied you know you alone know the answer to that that's a very smart answer but probably if the shoes were on the other feet and the lord came to us and said you know do you think that these dry bones will live or do you think that your situation can come back we're gonna be probably weighing it up and said well um i don't see how (laughs) it can happen or "Mm, it may happen but i can't you know we may be ooming and eyeing as to whether or not it will actually come back alive but you know let us respond like ezekiel he said you alone know the answer to that what did he do he did not participate in it he just said to the lord you know basically he took himself out of it he did not respond he did not saying he didn't respond he responded but he didn't give his opinion he just left it up to the lord you know and there are times as i said before when the lord comes to us and the lord you know we are going through something and we know what the lord is saying to us he's saying to us don't worry what you think is dead it's going to come back alive everything is going to be okay but then we 
doubt him. And I can, as I said before, I have been in that situation before where I doubt what the Lord has said to me. And I doubt his word, you know. But then when we look at it and when it does come, we're like, we have to then say, oh God, I am so sorry and rep repent of it. Why? Because we doubted him, you know, and the scripture tells us that basically God is not a man. Therefore, he cannot lie. He cannot lie. So whatever he says is going to happen in your life, no matter what is happening around you, no matter even if the devil is throwing the kitchen sink at you, when God says it's going to happen, it's going to take place, it's going to come to pass, we can stand on his word. At the end of the day, what it is, is that we need to stop leaning on our own understanding basically because our understanding let's face it we are human beings and we are finite understanding we're the creator himself he is infinite as he says in his word you know his thoughts and our thoughts are not the same his ways and our ways are not the same they are much higher so when we think something is not possible he's saying it is possible you know when we look in the book of proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to 6 you know it reads trust in the lord with all your heart do not depend on your own understanding seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take and that is it everything that we do we mustn't lean on our own understanding and i think as humans we tend to want to do that put things into our own perspective but then at the end of the day we are leaving the lord out of the equation it is what he says is the final says and it is his will seek his will you know, as it says in the book of Proverbs, we need to seek his will and he will show us which path to take. So now let me move back to the book of Ezekiel um, in verse 5 of, of chapter 37. It says here, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. When you look at her, he's basically, he's saying, listen, bones, I'm going to put breath into you. It doesn't matter if it's just bones. I am going to blow in my breath of life into you and you will live again. You know, the thing is this, the God that we serve is the only one that can and will bring every dead situation back to life this is because he's the only one who has the breath of life you know when we look into the book of genesis chapter 2 verse 7 it reads then the lord god formed the man from the dust of the ground he breathed the breath of life into the man's nostril and the man became a living person so basically adam was dead adam was non-existent and what did god do he breathed the breath of life into his nostrils and he became a living person 
I'm going to give you guys two examples from the scriptures. I'm sure that there are more, but two notable examples. The first one is Sarah, which is Abraham's wife. And the second one is Elizabeth, which was is the mother of John the Baptist. Now, in the book of Genesis, chapter 11, verse 7, we read about Sarah and the fact that she was unable to become pregnant and she had no children. But then when we move further down into Genesis chapter 18, we read about a son that has been promised to her. But you know, the Lord promised her, promised Abraham really a son. Now, when she heard that, I think she was in the tent. And when she heard that, because of her unbelief, she laughed. Why? Because she's looking at her situation, her circumstance and said, but I'm an old woman. So how is it? I'm going to have a child. I am past the, the age of bearing children. But then the thing is this, when she was confronted, instead of just holding her hand up, she lied about it and said that she didn't laugh. Now, if we're being honest and hand on heart, there are times when we doubt the Lord and we're rocking our brain and then he confronts us. And instead of talking the truth, we lie about it but he already knows you see he already knew that she laughed but he went to her you know think you know in the fact that she would probably tell the truth but instead she she lied she did conceive as we all know the story of sarah she did conceive and gave birth to abraham not to abraham sorry gave birth to isaac although it was like some 25 years later no with that gap from the promise to when she actually conceived and gave birth, there was no doubt that the hand of God was in that situation because she had passed her, as we would say in, in these modern terms, she would pass her use by date, so to speak. That is it. There was no, absolutely no way yeah if god was not in it she could have conceived at such an old age the hand of god was there and the thing is this isaac actually means one who laughs or rejoices yeah when we read in the book of um luke chapter one we read about zachariah who was the father of John the Baptist and Elizabeth is also his, um, his mother. Now Gabriel, an angel of the Lord, appeared to Zechariah while he was carrying out his duties in the temple. Because if you read the scriptures, you know, there were times when like they took lots or something to that effect and whoever drew the 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 lot or the straw i don't remember but it was then their term to go inside the temple and to do carry out their priestly duties now it was zachariah's turn and he went inside the temple and whilst he was carrying out his duties the angel gabriel appeared to him and told him that look hey your wife is going to have a son now he disbelieved as well just like sarah he also disbelieved and because of this he was 
dumb. The angel said, because you disbelieve, you know, you're going to be dumb during the entire duration of Elizabeth's pregnancy. Why was it? He said, listen, when Gabriel um, basically turned up on the scene, he said, listen, I'm Gabriel and I am always in the, in front of the Lord, etc., etc." He introduced himself. So basically he had no doubt. He had no reason to doubt him, but then doubt come in and that is it. I think at times when you know someone tells us something the lord tells us something our first instinct is to doubt that he actually said it and that is it you know there are times even in my own life when someone said something to me you know which or the holy spirit would say something to me and my first thing would be to doubt which i think if we're being honest we're we're basically saying to the Lord, well, my situation is much bigger than you and there's no way you're going to help my situation. But at the end of the day, we need to understand that the God that we serve is much bigger than every situation that we can face. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it feels like. God is bigger. Never, ever trust your feelings. Now, now the scripture tells us that Elizabeth gave birth to John when she was 88 years of age. So now we had Sarah who was, um, I think she was 75. And then you have Elizabeth who was 88 years old. Now, if that's not the hand of God, if that's not the wonderful work of God showing that, listen, it doesn't matter what people says. It doesn't matter how people have basically cast you off. When he says it's your time, it's your time. When he says that something will happen, when he says the dry bones will live again, he means what he says. You know, in today's society, once a woman reaches a certain age, um, I think it is, I don't even know what age, but normally they says about 35, 36, they start saying that our biological clock is ticking, etc. And they start saying, oh, it's going to be difficult for you as a woman to conceive etc but let me tell you i am perfect testimony to that that is so not true and i'll give you a testimony um about myself because i can testify to this basically so um i conceived my daughter when i was 40 years of age and um i remember when i went to the consultant she was saying that because of my age, I think I was 39 and I gave birth to her when I was 40. There about, I don't even remember. Yeah, so, um, no, I was 40. I'm trying to calculate. I don't even remember how old I am. But the fact is, I was 40 years of age. And when I went to the consultant, she was like, oh, because of your age, you may have to do IVF, etc., etc." and i'm like okay when she told me the cost for the ivf to be quite honest i took a big swallow because i'm like how much is that mm -mm, no way so i left it and um i remember i went to a church service um i think it was new year's eve 
yeah new year's eve 2012 because my daughter was born 2013 so i went to the church service new year's eve 2012 and then the pastor said you know the pastor was there preaching etc and he said the lord is in the building the holy spirit is here pray for what it is you want the lord for you to do and trust and believe in him that he will do it and he will do it and to be quite honest back then i wasn't even a follower of jesus i was just going to church like basically going through the motions and i prayed and this was just my simple prayer all i said was lord i would like to have another child if it is your will it will be so and then i remember i said a cheeky little thing too i said and by the way if it is not too much trouble I would like to have a girl now remember I wasn't a Christian back then but I believed within my heart I tr I just prayed it sincerely a sincere prayer and five weeks later I fell pregnant and yes it was a girl the Lord actually answered my prayer. So I'm saying to you, when people write off your situation and is saying that I can't, they can't see how this is going to happen, just let them know that, listen, I serve a God who can bring back every dead situation. You know, when we look in the book of Jeremiah 32, verse 27 it reads behold i am the lord the god of all flesh is anything too difficult for me and that is it absolutely nothing is difficult for the lord why because he is the god of all flesh so when you think that your situation is dead all you have to do is surrender it over to him and said lord let your will be done as it says in proverbs do not lean on your own understanding but in everything acknowledge him and to do his will and he will direct your path you know as i said before god did the impossible for sarah and elizabeth in the eyes of the of humans and i think there is hannah as well in the scriptures that samuel's mother she also was unable to bear children and when she went in front of that tabernacle outside and she prayed she was praying so fervently i think eli thought that she was drunk that's how much she was praying and what happened god answered her prayer you know he did this for hannah he did this for elizabeth he did this for sarah he made their dry bones so to speak come alive he did that for me when eh, when the consultants with you know the doctors were saying well because of my age it would be impossible to conceive and i may have to do ivf etc he did that for all of 
those who decided to trust and believe in him, knowing that his will has to come true. And if he did it for them, he did it for me. That means he will also do it for you. So don't give up. Don't quit. Let no one tell you that your situation is dire. Let no one tell you, at least as a matter of fact, you do not tell yourself that you can't see where you're going to bounce back from this. Why? Because the God that you serve, the God that I serve, the creator of the universe is the God of all flesh. And as he says, nothing is too hard for him so what i'm saying trust the lord because your dry bones will also come alive again he is the only one who has the breath of life and he will blow back life into your dry bones he will blow back his breath of life into your dry bones you may not know how you may not know when but trust in him knowing that once he starts to breathe back life everything is gonna come together everything is gonna come to pass everything is gonna just be knitted together why because the god that we serve is the giver of life so all i'm saying speak life into your situation speak life knowing that the God of our salvation is fighting for you. The God of your salvation is going to bring back life into your dead situation. And I say thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And remember, do not trust your feelings. Why? Trust only in the Lord God Almighty. So as always, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the countenance of the Lord forever rest upon you and give you peace. And I say shalom, shalom, shalom. And remember, your dry bones will live. And God bless you. Bye.